Hello, joggers. What is happening, my beautiful audience? It's Friday, so you're saying to yourself, why is there a podcast up? Well, I'm glad that you asked. I felt like I'm in such a giving mood since I'm here with all this unexpected free time because I stupidly tried to move, reduce, and pack up a memory foam mattress all by myself, and then I messed up my back. So I'm just sitting here at home. I have some audio that I recorded, a special cocktail hour with the great Marty, and I thought to myself, why don't I just produce it and put it up on Friday so you guys have some entertainment to listen to as you go into your weekend. That's my gift to you on this pre-Halloween weekend, where I'm sure some of you will be engaging in debauchery and all those things that somehow adults have co-opted as Halloween. It really feels like a bunch of kids from the 80s just decided they didn't want to grow up, and instead of... Halloween remaining a kids really only thing adults decided hey we really need another excuse to drink so we'll also co-opt Halloween which is fine with me because I don't really need any excuses to drink but here we go anyway speaking of drinking like I said this is a special episode of the cocktail hour with my good friend Marty Bennett it is a straight up stream of consciousness two buddies with microphones in front of them uh, having some cocktails and just talking as if they were having a conversation with no microphones in front of them. So if you're into stream of consciousness, this is going to be the podcast for you. Another exciting note, the podcast is now available on Google Play or the Google App Store or whatever Google Podcast. So you can find it there. Just search for Just Another White Guys Podcast. Shout out to my new buddy, Ken, who is my first Google subscriber. Really the only person that ever said, hey, how come your podcast isn't on Google? So I was like, oh, maybe I should put it on there so he could listen to it. And he didn't want to use the Podbean app, which I understand. But if if any of you are using the Podbean app and you would rather use it on Google Podcasts or whatever, it is now there. So your long national nightmare is over. The podcast is available on iTunes and Google Play. So now I feel like I'm a super professional at this. Now, how do we figure out how to make money with it? But I don't do podcasts for the money. I do it for the love. And I hope that you guys love this episode. Like I said, uh, it's Stream of Consciousness cocktail hour episode. And uh, thought it'd take you into your weekend with some enjoyment. Got to push through that Friday. So without further ado, let's get to this episode of the Cocktail Hour. Like, share, subscribe, do all those fun things. Help support this little humble podcast that I'm producing with love for all of you. So what do you say? Let's go jogging. I mean, usually when we're together and we're all hot and sweaty, it's a whole different thing. But uh, you were uh, just helping us out with uh, getting rid of a mattress that we're going to get rid of. So appreciate you. Uh, both ah, that's terrible. Can't even believe you said such a thing. Uh, I don't think your mic's on, bro. There you go. How about that? Am I on? Hey, magic. Magic. It's, ma- it's magical how much better a microphone works when you turn the fucking thing on. Do you believe in magic? Do you believe in magic? No. But you know what? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Yeah, we started. I'm sorry. 
I've, so I've, we're testing. My, I've, I've, I've ripped off since basically Nerdist isn't really doing his podcast anymore because he got as going back to a conversation out in our living room. He got me too. Um, yeah, I felt like I could kind of just steal his bit where I just turn the recorder on and just you know, we just we roll. just roll. So I have to tell you, uh, I was listening today to, to, I guess today's podcast, the new one today, huh? The podcast and, that dropped on this. Oh the, no, this I take it back. Podcast. I'm sorry because I've listened to back to back days because I was too involved in the Astros. I was listening to Stark's podcast. And that whole thing about the Mandela effect. Yeah. First, there's two things. One, I remember a Sinbad movie too. Oh, so you know what? Yeah, keep going. I'm going to bring and, up that list of things. Yes, from the because 90s. it's really interesting because I looked it up too. So I remember a Sinbad movie too called Shazam. So this is really like weird how y'all were talking about it. And as he started talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I remember what he's talking about. And then it never existed. It threw me off. But then like you're looking up now, I looked at the list of some of those things and it's a lot of things that I I don't remember the Mandela funeral thing. Right. But some of those things I was reading through, I was like, these are actually things I remember happening, and they haven't. And it's very odd. So now I'm very intrigued because I y'all were talking about conspiracy. I love conspiracy stuff. So you know what? Maybe uh, Rod has his own podcast. Shout out to the Star Contrast. Maybe uh, you should be a guest on his podcast, and you guys can we'll just nerd out about we'll nerd out conspiracies. about conspiracies. Yeah. I gotta find this stupid. Uh, Sinbad. I know. Type in uh, uh, Mandela Effect oh, uh, Mandela. Top 50, and it's yeah. a list of 50 things. Um, but it's like, it's so interesting because I, I was on IMDb and all these things looking for this. I could not right. find it, and it was driving me crazy because I remember he's in a purple satin shirt with the genie hat on. Right. I can remember this, and I, I, mm, I don't know about it. It's really weird how this is now coming to my life. Did you find the list? The Berenstein Bears actually are. Yeah, the, the Berenstein Bears are number Berenstein two. Berenstein Bears. Uh, no, he doesn't say Luke. I am your father. Yeah, that was some of the ones the you talked about. Different, the two different CPU. That C3PO leg thing, I think that's just a distortion on the picture. Well, I think that's because in one of the episodes, one of the movies, he got destroyed and put back together. And I think maybe it was just the part they had. Because remember at one point, Chewbacca's carrying him in the backpack. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I think that maybe that's what that's from is that he he put it back. Yeah. Now I have Well, this goes to a podcast that Nikki was talking about, about how people's memories aren't like very real people people remember things very poorly. Mm-hmm. And as the years go by, different different things mess with your brain and like you hear a story and it evolves and it changes and Oscar yeah. Meyer has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Yeah, I remember that because I sang it as a kid. But the next one is interesting. Read, read, read. Uh, the Monopoly the Man doesn't have a monocle. Right. Hmm. Now, even in, in no, Ace Ventura, even in Ace Ventura, he had the monocle on. He's like, "Thank you. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars." Remember that? Yeah. You had him upside down. Yeah, but he had the monocle. Like everybody thinks it's. But some of this, some of this stuff is just like it becomes like colloquial. 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 Something. Hey, smart person. How's hey, smart person out in the living room? How do I say that word? Colloquial. Colloquial. That's like that's like rural. I can't say rural. I have a word I can't say too. Rural. What word can't you say? It's the word that you get when you get shots to keep you from getting things. Vaccinations. No, the other one starts with an I. I'm not even gonna try because I'll embarrass myself. That that word. Immunization. Come on, say it. No, because I'll. That's what the whole point of this podcast is. The, you know, it's like seven. Actually, I will. I, say, I will. Actually, let me let me right. uh, put you over real quick. 
my uh, since I brought season three back and you were the first guest and now the second guest on uh, the cocktail hour, uh, you you have the most downloads of any episode. Do I really? Yeah. Because of Nudist Resort? Must be the Nudist. I did. Ta- we'll I did, just, I we'll did, plug that. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna do some plugging on this show. Hey. Um wait, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so but like thirty five people might hear you say oh, okay. immunization poorly. Well, and I also have a problem with it because my girlfriend's a nurse. So here we go. I always say it's immunization. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. I can't say immunization. it. Right. And of course when I was in high school we talked about working on radio. We had these little index cards for like the local things that were going around in in the town or the other towns around, and they were giving free shots, but it wasn't the word shots. Right. And I always said it wrong on the radio, and so I just I gave up trying to say it. I just say shots or vaccinations. You, you know, I I did screw up a little bit before we, we did start rolling. We forgot to cheers. Oh, to, cheers uh, the cocktail to hour. the cocktail hour. Shouts out With our vodka and we apple juice again. We just we're on this we're on this kick. Are you? So are you excited that I introduced you to this lovely drink? Yeah, I am. I, I enjoy it. It's something that's it's a lot easier going down than my vodka and tonic, especially yeah. on a rough day or like what I'm dealing with with the shoulder pain and stuff. So it's a lot smoother than what, what I know. Shout out to the blackout. So JC Penny is actually P-E-N-N-E-Y. That one I knew. Yeah. Some of them I knew, but like it's just intriguing some of the stuff that's on there. Like the monocle thing. like right. Um, Sally Field didn't say you like me. You really like me. She did say it, but just not at the not Oscar, in those exact right? words. Yeah. But I I understand misquoting movies because there's a whole thing you can look up on that where it's the like fifty right. mis- misquoted thing, and that's normal. I I get that. Um, but that just doesn't that doesn't bother me. Like yeah. the, the misquoted movies things because I just know that's going to happen. Um. But, but yeah, the whole thing with Sinbad really has me like egging out of my brain. Cause I, I know I saw him in the picture. Yeah. Now and they explain the, it as some put, Nickelodeon thing or something that he was on making fun of Shaq. Yeah. But I don't buy into that. I don't know. I, it's not Chick-fil-A or Chick-fil-A. It's Chick-fil-A. C-H-I-C-K. Who cares? All right. I'm well, bored with this. Yeah. But, you know, just like he didn't say hello, Clarice. He right. said good evening, Clarice. You know, like whatever. Like but people I can think- misquote it. I'm good with all that. Now, I will say Curious George is an interesting one. Curious George, we all remember swinging by his tail, but he never had a tail. I was never into the Curious George thing. Right. But I can remember him swinging by his tail, yet he never had a tail in the books. Like that's some weird stuff. So I never thought there was a Jiffy peanut butter. No. That was fucking. There was stupid. Jiffy Pop popcorn, there was, right? Yeah. There was Jiff, there was Jiff peanut butter, and there was Skippy peanut butter, right? So like, if you get confused, mixed them you, up. Yeah, yeah, that's just. I still think it goes back to the Jiffy Pop popcorn. I think you're right. But you know I will, what? Some of this goes back to it goes back to back to one of my favorite George Carlin lines of all time. Imagine the dumbest person you know, and then just realize that fifty percent of the people are stupider than that. Oh yeah. That's always so you know. Now one of the interesting ones, and this is just because I know a side note about this, is right. whiteout. It's not actually spelled like the color, right? But do you know who invented whiteout? No. One of the guys from the monkeys, I think it's Mickey Dolan's, but you can check me on that. His mother invented whiteout. Who invented? Who invented school? <laughs> well, no, let's not do that. No, no, that's the first thing when you type in who invited. It says who in, who, invited. Who, in, who invented? Who invented school? Who invented whiteout? Whiteout, and it's W-I-T-E, not W-H-I-T-E. That's the whole 
right. Mandela effect. But it's it's one of the monkey's mothers. Betty Betty Naismith Graham. Oh, the mother of Mike Naismith. Naismith. There you go. Of the monkeys. Of the monkeys. Yeah. She invented liquid paper. How about that? Like, that's a weird roundabout way to go. Things. That Your is... Mom invents whiteout, and you become a singer. You become a monkey. You become a monkey. Hey, hey. The, the comedic Beatles, I guess they were. That's right. Day. Smokey so. the Bear is actually just Smokey Bear. Well, okay, so someone added the to the middle of it. Like, whatever. But it, it's like, so if you talk about a college, you talk right. about Washington, do you say UW or U of W? Uh, University of Washington. I say UW. UW? Yeah. Okay. So if... I, I'm a Longhorn fan, so I right. say UT. Right. But people at U of H get mad when you say of H because no right. other school is like that. It's UH. And I'm like, that right. just doesn't sound right. It's just, well, that's it's not, just that's, weird no, things that's, like that. But that's not necessarily true because Oklahoma is OU. It's not O of U. But it's not Oklahoma of University. It would be University of Oklahoma. Right. They actually flip it around. Yeah, they flipped it around, yeah. and they really screwed up. Well, that's, like, that's like Oregon. It's OU. Yeah. But Instead it's the University of Oregon. But they say OU. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why would some school... It's just Fuck stupid. the Ducks. <laughs> I hate them anyway. Not a... Go Beavs! Shout out to the Beavers. I'm currently drinking out of my Oregon State Beavers mug. You know how I like to get a wet beaver in my mouth there every now and There you go. Get it. I knew it was coming. I just let you set yourself <sighs> up for the home run there, bud. That's right. It's like T-ball for that. <laughs> tick, 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 boom. That's why it's a bad for a podcast. I gave you the look and just let you roll. You're just like, all right, I'm waiting for the joke. I know it's Here coming. Here it comes. Anyway. That's, that, that's how you know we've been spending way drinking. too much time together. Drinking. Oh, speaking of drinking, I have to yes. tell you a story about my brother. Yes. Okay. I have this in my notes. So Yeah, you have the notes. So let's, let's knock it out. So my brother bartended at a bar for a while. And he left the bar one night and stumbled out to his car. Okay. And back before we had all the wonderful technology, he had tried to put the key in the hole. And it took him three or four times to put the key in the hole. That's usually a signal you probably shouldn't be driving. Well, when, you, when I finish the story, you'll understand. So then he opens the door and he takes some big breaths and he finally gets in the car and pulls off and he drives away. And as soon as he pulls out, the cop from across the street pulls out behind him. Okay. Follows him about half a mile, turns on the lights. And my brother... As he walks up to the car, you know, oh, yes, officer, can I help you? As clear as can be. Right. Uh, license and registration, please. That's fine, sir. Uh, can you tell me why you're pulling me over? Uh, I think we both know why. Um, no, sir, can you t- step out of the car, sir? <laughs> and they go through the whole ABCs backwards and right. walk in the line, and my brother passes every single one of them. And the, the officer says, I was sitting right across the street from the bar. I saw you stumble to your car. You couldn't get the key. What are you, how are you sober? What is going on? Well, sir, what you're doing is wrong and it's illegal. So if you're going to do something illegal, we decided to get you back. So I intentionally stumbled to my car. I intentionally messed with my car door and I let you follow me because tonight I'm the designated decoy That's and everybody went home the other direction. Fucking tremendous. Isn't that the, he just, so if you want to mess with us by sitting across the street from the bar, we'll mess with you by dragging you away and let everybody else go the other direction. Oh man. Just epic. Just my brother, just he's like that. He's real funny like that. He, oh, I, so but what, now we need a designated decoy everywhere we go. <laughs> no, and now we just have Lyft. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's Uber and Lyft, and but okay, but so what did the cop do after that? Got mad and left. 
Didn't like try to find a reason to give him a no, ticket or something. Couldn't do it because my brother knew he was a hundred percent on the right. Right. So but I mean that. When has that ever stopped a police officer from finding a reason well, to give you a ticket? I yeah, but when you're in a small town and everybody knows everybody, like I'm sure my brother said stuff to get himself out of it too. Right. I know the chief or something. But I I know for a fact once there was a cop uh, when you come in when he lived in Brenham. The cop would sit in the center turn lane with his lights off. Right. At one o'clock in the morning. Right. And my brother came over the hill and he was sitting there clocking people as they came over the hill. And my brother called the chief and woke him up and said, your guy is sitting illegally in the center lane with his lights off. And it's a threat to drivers. If they happen to veer over, they're going to hit him. Right. And chief said, I'll take care of it. And sure enough, that guy was moving within 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. My, bro- my brother knew enough people in the town, especially working in a bar that, because I mean, even when you're in a small town, there's only like three or four bars at the time. Usually the cops are in there at some point on duty or off. So, right. so he knew most of them, but, um, and then on top of that, he worked at a Denny's for a while. And when you work at Denny's, you know, every cop ever. <laughs> so he might as he might as well have worked at Krispy 20, Kreme. Yeah. 24 hour Denny's. Well, there was no Krispy Kreme. So that's where they went. So, oh, they just opened you, a Krispy Kreme here. Did you know that? Where? In Katy? No. Brand new, right there on Mason Road. Just, uh, yeah. I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in a long time. I well, I had them when I worked at Dell, and then they all when they first opened here, they all went out of business here in Houston. Right, but they just opened one just down from my house. Well, how the fuck is Krispy Kreme going to compete with Shipley? It'll happen. I know, but so Krispy There's Kreme nineteen faux noodle plays around my house. I know it can do two donut shops. <laughs> <laughs> but Krispy Kreme did a huge like national expansion, like. Uh, when was that? Like in the late nineties, mm-hmm. and they built a Krispy Kreme like somewhere in Seattle. I want to say, my mom and my aunt drove three and a half hours from where we lived in Oregon up to go stand in line to get Krispy Kreme donuts and then bring them home. When they opened the first one in Houston, it was actually just down from you on Westheimer on yeah. the other side of Six, and the news was there. They had the news chopper out. And where there's a Starbucks in its place now where it was. Okay. So all the way back about, I guess it's about three quarters of a mile, all the way back to six and around six, they had a line waiting to open the doors for it. Jesus. But to control traffic, there were six cop cars sitting there. It looked like six cops waiting in line to get in Krispy Kreme first. And then everybody else was behind them. It was the best uh, look on the news. It was great, so funny. Just yeah. a great visual. But see, that's the other thing. You know, you talk about bucket list. Right. I want to steal a Krispy Kreme truck on a high-speed chase just so it's a bunch of cops chasing a donut truck. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> Creative. Um, speaking of things that are going to be opening in Houston, but, I mean, I need to – God damn it. Now I want donuts. Hey, Nick, Krispy Kreme's open until 11. Nick, can you go run out to Krispy Kreme and get us some donuts while we're podcasting? No. Nope. Okay. Let into that. <sighs> In case you all are wondering how nice my wife is to me, that should tell you all she you need to know. She just gave a big no. All I asked for was some donuts. I didn't ask for a lot in this world. She just asked for some donuts. I made her dinner, helped her pack that mattress up twice. Oh, they close at 10, not 11. All I want is some donuts, and I'll just continue. But 11 on weekends. Ooh, ooh. There you go. Hello. What time do they open? 6 a.m. Too late for me. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm going to be in the office. I, I start work at 6 a.m. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know you tell me you get up early, but I didn't know if it Bro, was a I drive work, or what. I work 12-hour days. I work 6 a.m. to Look, 6 p.m. I, I, 
It's like I, mean, I told I get, everybody like, last week, I am a big wuss, and I have not worked a 40-hour week in forever. And last week, I worked a 40-hour week, and oh, my God, I died. I don't know how you people do it. This week, well, <laughs> here's, my, here's the thing for me. I, I, don't, I don't usually work two 40-hour weeks in a row. I work a 36-hour week, and then I work a 48-hour week. Yeah. So I do three 12s and then four 12s. I, I had two days where I came home mind-melted, and it's just the programming aspect of it. Just, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like... I was so burned out, and I don't care if I have a couple of days like that in a week, just not back-to-back. Yeah. You know, when you're back-to-back days where you're four hours in a house trying to figure out how to make this TV work correctly, it's... Right. Well, that's why, like, I, I try to... So, I get off work at 6 o'clock. By the time I get home in traffic, it's 6... On a good night, it's 6.30 when I get home. Oh, I know. I got to so go then, 15 minutes past you. I know. Right. So, then I get home, change, 6.45, maybe close to 7.00. So then I'm going to have dinner, relax or whatever. By the time it's eight o'clock, like I have to be up in like eight hours. Like I've been home. I'll be home for 90 minutes sometimes. I'll be like, well, I could watch this TV show or I can just go to bed. Yeah. Because it's tough, man. When you get up at when your alarm goes off at 415 in the morning and. Well, for two and a half years when I lived out there, I threw the newspaper every morning. Yeah. On top of my computer stuff. So I'd be up at two thirty three in the morning and go throw papers till six, come home and eat breakfast, and then go work computers eight hours and then come home. And I didn't watch primetime TV forever. Yeah. Like I, I gave up all my show like, cause you just can't do it. Yeah. You're going to bed at eight, nine o'clock. Like, hell with all that. Yeah. I've come back on uh, like Nikki, Nikki has all these crime shows and stuff that she wants to watch. And like, she wants to like, not even just crime shows, but just like regular shows that she's interested in that we both find interesting. But I'm just like, Shit, like between the the sports that I enjoy watching and just like trying to have like maybe half an hour of like peace afterwards, like it just it gets tough. I've had to record some bad comedies just so I could stop that at my house because yeah. she watches like CSI Texarkana and stuff, and <laughs> I'm just like, man, I can't take any more dead people on my TV. I need a five minute break. Like, give me just horrible comedy at this point. I don't are care. You guys, are you guys watching The Good Place? <laughs> yes, Nick. Yes, yeah. it's CSI Texarkana because I think there is one at this point. Yeah. That might be an interesting show. It, maybe. maybe that's maybe that's how we become millionaires. I mean, let's write CSI. Next, next week it's NCIS Duluth, so I don't know what's going on. There's some criminal shit happening in Duluth. I, right, Duluth. I can tell you, I've been there. Yeah. I, I, uh, so it was. Um, speaking of TV shows and comedy, this is not bad comedy. It's good comedy. Do you guys watch The Good Place? No. You should jump With on The Good Ted Place. Danson Ted and, uh, Danson Blondel. and Kristen Bell. And, Kristen Bell, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right, I can catch up on it. Yeah, they're just half an hour. We're in season three, but don't uh, don't like jump in in the middle of a season. Like watch for watch from the from beginning. beginning. Yeah, oh, I'll try to find it. Is it on like, Hulu? I guess or something. Because they're um, NBC, right? So it's got to be Hulu. Well, I know the the first two seasons are on Netflix, and then oh, the really? current season is on Hulu. Hulu. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Because I and, I'm this, watching, and they're twelve they're twelve episode seasons, so you can just bang them out. So there's these back to back shows on CBS that we've tried to watch, and they're yeah. horrible. The neighbors which is Cedric the Entertainer, and it's like a white couple moves into a black neighborhood, and it's just horribly bad. And then um, there's one called Living Together, I think is what it is. I literally have not watched a TV show on CBS other than football. Or Happy Together. I think it's called Happy Together. And it's about this guy who was the accountant for a rock star, and the guy wants to live like a real life, so he moves in with him. They're just bad. I mean, that just sounds bad. Like it just doesn't even sound. Yeah, good. there's literally nothing it. about that that makes me yeah, want to watch that. I've watched the first three episodes and I can't do it. And then 
There was one on NBC too called Girls, and it's about these three friends that rob a, conven- uh, a grocery yes. store. Yeah, yeah, we tried to watch it that. It has one. moments, but it's just not good. Like, yeah. I can't find any good comedy, but we've got 40 murder mysteries I watched, to watch. I watched, I watched that specifically because Christina Hendricks was on there, and oof, I'm still in love with Christina Hendricks from uh, Mad Men. She ain't on your list. She's been on the. She's had a place on the on list, list a number point. of times. My list is my list fluctuates, and we'll get into your yeah, list a little bit later, later on. Later. But uh, yeah, I mean, if I mean, Christina Hendricks may not have occupied a top five spot at the last time I recorded, but if someone said, "Hey, there's Christina Hendricks, and she wants to talk to you," and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Nikki, I'll see you later." <laughs> Hopefully, Chris Hemsworth comes to see you someday. Ugh. Thor. <laughs> that is a, anyone. That is a does, good looking man. Does I don't anyone know anybody not who would like so. Chris Hemsworth? Seriously. Now he was also in Ghostbusters, right? Correct. Okay, so that's where I grew to respect him because he was so good, right. at playing that dumb character. Correct. And then I saw all the promos where they talked about they like. There's a a famous one. I want to say it's on Graham Norton, which is uh, BBC. Right. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. I love his show. They do stuff on that talk show they just don't do here, and I love it. Well, she was talking about how uh, Melissa McCarthy was talking about how she hated him because he could sing and he was funny and all that stuff. And I was like, so then you go watch some of the outtakes of that movie, and yeah. you realize like how funny he really is. And I was like, I kind of got a respect for that. And I'm not into the to the comic book stuff like you are. You should be. Um, uh, what What do you mean? I'm into the comic book stuff. I don't what know. That, I'm looking at Captain about? America. What is, what, is this, what is this wall? I mean, I can't turn and look at you it. You can't look that way. But oh, Superman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my shoulder. I'm not. Tight. Into, I'm not into the comic books. That um, much. Yeah. The the Marvel, as you like to call it, <laughs> be all be all Target on me. Um, yeah. I just I I liked the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But I do like the kid in the new one. I have seen that one. Yeah. Tom Holland. And I've seen all the Batman movies. Unfortunately. Because some of them were horrible, horrible. Um, but I've not watched much other than that. I want to say I went to, I took the kids once to see one. Like, not Civil War, because that was recent, right? No, that was like four years ago. Maybe that's now. the one I took them to. But I don't really. I, I Civil War was when, like, Cap and uh, Iron Man, like, got into a fight. Yeah, that, that was it, yeah. yeah. So, I, for some reason, and even as a kid, I didn't watch cartoons all that much. Yeah. I have never liked animation, and I don't know why, with the exception of South Park, because yeah. when that was first came out, and I was in the Navy, that was just so funny because it was different. Yeah. Just like here, and I'm really going to show my age. I don't know if you're old enough to know this, but maybe you do. You ever watch a show called In Living Color? Yeah. It's what started Fox yeah. kind of down that road with Jim Carrey and uh, David Dude, Allen Greer the, here, and Tommy here, Davis and all here, those guys. Here's the thing about... I love that. I still watch that show on like clips on YouTube and stuff. Here's the thing about me that not a lot of people will know, but like when I was like 10, 11 years old, I, I legit wanted to be a black person. Really? I was super into... like I was into... In Living Color, I listen to rap, like not and not like, like mainstream like, rap. Ma- yeah, yeah, like I was listening to like I'm Under- trying to get into it. Like I, I wanted to paint my, I wanted to paint my bedroom cross colors. Do you remember cross color? No, cross color was like a but clothing I grew brand. Up in a town of fifty four people, so yeah. maybe um, we had Wranglers, the brand that fits, <laughs> and Wolf Brand. That chili. was the thing. That was the thing. Wranglers was the style in my town. Like I'm from a tiny ass town in Oregon. In Oregon? Yeah. Were there, was it a big ranch town or no? Not a ranch town, but it was a more like town. it was a logging town. Like okay. most people worked oh. in the mills or whatever. So yeah, like, that kind yeah. Of thing, so, so like they wore, you know, 
when they weren't when they weren't wearing their mill clothes like if everyone was going out on a saturday night they were going in their wranglers the wranglers yeah. the brand that fits oh god the good, good commercials like oscar meyer m-a-y-e-r <laughs> This is by full far, circle. Thank this you. is by far the most stream of consciousness podcast I've ever done. Like we literally just keep saying whatever comes to yeah, our, just like, random off the wall stuff. But because about twenty minutes ago I said, speaking of things that we're opening up here in Houston, and then we went on like a ten minute tangent. Oh, about so other what are they opening? In and out burger yes. is finally coming to Houston. First, first of the year, they're talking about or spring of the, of the year. They're opening one in Stafford pretty soon, and Katie too. And then yeah, Katie will come later. But the one in Stafford, like they're already like gearing up to actually oh, yeah. get off yeah. the ground and open. Yeah, they but have man, that. that's all I've. So here's here's the in and out story. Oh, God damn. Oh, you have uh, an in and out story. Okay, Leslie and the boys had never been to in and out. Right. So I told them we would take them when we went to San Antonio, I think, for a wedding. I think yeah. that's when we went. So we stopped, and I tell them, now look, you need to look online to see what you want because there's this whole underground menu that's right. not on a board, you know, animal style and stuff. So I don't remember what it's called. You're going to have to Google it and find out. But she found this because she loves onions on everything. Right. Okay. So she found this burger that had all these onions on the top and the bottom. Except what she didn't pay attention to is there was no bun. The onion was the bun. And her face, when she, they handed us the tray and I brought it to the table. First off, I saw it and I just started laughing. So I just brought it like I didn't know what was going on. And if there was ever a sound effect for people's faces, literally she looked at it and all I heard in my head was, womp, womp. (laughs) (laughs) And then she tried to make it work and it's all sliding out and everything. But yeah, they had the whole, like a, a, Half inch slice of onion as the bun on each side, oh and it was all the layers in the middle where the uh, is a hilarious. So she gave up trying, and I, I went and bought her another burger so she could actually enjoy it. But she goes, "Well, I thought it just was extra onions," and I'm like, "It is all." <laughs> it was just one of the funniest things. I don't know what it's called. I, there's something yeah, I'm looking for it. Yeah, um, I, I don't know, but like it just I had never heard of anything like that, and. It just, oh my gosh, it was so funny. Just her, because I mean, I literally just heard it in my head uh, when, when I walked. I was like, womp, womp. Right. What is it called? Do you know? Uh, no. Where the hell is this damn thing? I don't know. Google's betraying us today. The secret. Oh, here we go. The secret menu. Oh no, it's not there. Basically, you can get anything you want at In and Out Burger. I have. Uh, so speaking of In and Out Burger in San Antonio. Uh, a couple years ago, I went to the Royal Rumble at the Alamo Dome and my buddy Rod was here in town and we got humble brag front row seats. Ugh. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a front row seat kind of guy. I've actually been to two wrestle to two Raws that were front row. Nice. And I took my son to one of them and his bright red hair, like he was like on camera the whole time. Nice. Like you could not miss him. But go speaking ahead. of wrestling shows. I'm going to just ask you this on the podcast. Uh, Ring of Honor is coming uh, to Houston in January. You sent me a text, and I was right in the middle, so I meant to respond. Um, Do you want to go? Ring of Honor. So that's... So that's like... That's a bunch of dudes you probably wouldn't... A bunch of dudes you wouldn't know. But it's like... uh, I recognize all the names when you talk about the Japan thing you're going to in New York. But yeah, like Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Yeah, I know all that. Yeah, that's Ring of Honor. A bunch of those dudes will be there. Heck yeah. But uh, tickets go on sale, I think, tomorrow for... Honor Club members, which I'm and a when part is of. 
It's uh, oh, January... it's on my birthday. Some some it's the on my day birthday. before the day after your birthday. Yeah, something like that. I remember you sent me that. Now it's on the Friday, because. I mean, at this point, I've told people where I live, just down from Mason Road. I've told people my birthday. All I need to do is give out my social, and uh, y'all can just, like, get me. Uh, one twenty-five nineteen. so the day after my birthday. Yeah, So because that week has gotten crazy for me because uh, the weekend before, I'm going to Vegas because I have hockey tickets on the 21st for the Monday game. Can you make hockey come to Houston so I can go enjoy a hockey match? They're, I've never been to one. They're working on it. For is it, it, for is it a match or a game? Hockey game. Game? Yeah. Sorry, Fertitta, I, I love soccer. So Fertitta wants to bring hockey here. The uh, the minor league team for my team um, used to be here in Houston, the Houston Arrows. Arrows, yeah. They yeah. won championship about championship for a while. Yeah, and they moved, uh, they moved to Iowa. Iowa. The Des Moines Wild. Des Moines Wild. No, they're the Iowa Wild. Yeah, because it's the Minnesota Wild and the Iowa Wild. I don't know anything about hockey. I like If there's a game seven, I'll watch. But I don't understand half the rules and stuff. Like, I would need somebody to go explain it to me once, like I did soccer. Because so here's how I got into into soccer, and I loved loved the way that it happened. Yeah. We were in, in on deployment in France in '98 during the World Cup. Oh, nice! And they said, "Hey, do you guys want to go to a soccer? Ma-? Well, they said a football match, and we're like, for the World here? Cup during the World Cup because we were in. Wait, our, you went to a World Cup yes. match? Holy shit! Who so did you we see? went to England versus. Um, it was in Toulon, I think. I always have to look it up because I can't remember who the other team was because I always remember it's England right. because there were a bunch of British people sitting next to us and they were explaining everything to me. They were so cool with us. They're like, well, this is what this means and you can't, you know, offsides as this player's pass. Right. And so this is where I le- – but I'm learning in a World Cup match. And Jesus. it was just – it was, but it was, I mean, the, the first round. Like, it wasn't like yeah. super – but they told us that they had, you know, 20 tickets they could give anybody on the ship that wanted to go. And I'm like, well, I'll go do anything. So – we did that, uh, and then we were in um, Boston for St. Patrick's Day once, and they said, hey, we were trying to pull out before the storm came in, and we didn't. It snowed us in, and they said, do you want to go to this event? They're going to have some uh, old uh, war veterans there and stuff, and I just was like, okay, whatever. Right. It was every Congressional Medal of Honor winner ever was at this thing, right? Like the highest award you can get. Holy fuck. And, like, you ever feel humble? Well, I got the Congressional Medal of Honor because uh, I got four Purple Hearts by pulling this guy. And this guy is, like, 100 in his wheelchair talking about pulling people out of. And I'm just like, okay, I will never be able to do that on a ship on the water. <laughs> so, like, I feel really humble right now. I got, I got my little three medals on, my National Defense Ribbon, and my two sharpshooter. And and these guys are, like, all Congressional Medal of Honor. It's right. crazy. And so it, I have never felt so out of place in a place with other military people, but it just like all these amazing guys have all these amazing stories. And we're just all like, I, 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 I did the parade today for St. Patrick's day. How did we, <laughs> how do we go from, I don't understand hockey to, I once was at an event. Cause with, I was talking uh, about the two the- things in the Navy. <laughs> it's whatever. I'm all out there. All so the time. Good. Welcome to, uh, this is no longer the cocktail hour. This is the stream of the consciousness random, hour. Yeah, right. This is the where we just uh, tell each other things that we didn't know about each yeah, other you know before. Basically, like what we do every day. That's right. Um, well, but yeah, see. so, but yeah, so I don't remember who it was, but anyway, so yeah, so that's how I got started on soccer. Was that, and ever since I've been in love. So Dana is my buddy Dana, who was on this this week's episode of the podcast, is going to be very jealous that you've been to a World Cup match. Dana is a hardcore soccer guy. Is he really? Loves it. He has a tattoo on his quad of the U.S. men's national team logo. 
Wow. Yeah. All that. Yeah. He got a tattoo. Well, when um when and he cried when they fucking didn't qualify for the World Cup. Well, when Messi came to town, right? I went to that because I figured like I would love to see Ronaldo too. But when Messi came to town. I, I like I have to go. Yeah. I don't care how bad my seats are, just to be in the building where where Messi is. I I had to be there, so we went and they were playing the U.S. on top of it all, but it was one of those things where like the arena was divided. Mm-hmm. Like you had the people pulling for America, and you had the people that were just such you know Messi fans that they were pulling for Argentina, and it right. was it was crazy. But man, it was like the electricity in that place was just unbelievable. Like it was one of those crazy things. So. Yeah, I'd like to go to a Dynamo game sometime. You've never been to a Dynamo either? Mm-mm. I have sat on the field at a Dynamo game. I yeah, took my girls to I their first that. game. I love, I mean, I'd love, so I could watch soccer the all problem, day. The problem for me is the Dynamo, the, like the bulk of their season is when it's like 9 million degrees here in Houston. And like, I don't want to just go like sit in the sun during a freaking, like I'll like. England, <sighs> Romania and Toulouse. That's what it oh, is. okay. England, Romania. Yeah. So. Beautiful. Fun times. Man, back in my days, boy. Woo. Woo. Navy days. I saw some crazy stuff. So, this. I feel this like. is almost worse than I, the nudist resort story. <laughs> so. I feel like I feel like we should start a, uh, a series on my podcast called Marty's Navy Chronicles. And you should just do. We should just like do oh, maybe stories should. about the Navy. So, we were in Turkey. I'm really just trying to figure out ways to milk you for content so I don't have to work as hard. All right. Well, I'll just keep going. So when I was in Turkey, I was very, I was a very straight-laced kid. I grew up in a very small town. So all the guys decided they wanted to go out to um, a brothel, I guess, for the best word to use. House. And, yeah. And I was not into that scene, so I sat outside, and this girl came out. And at first, I thought she was trying to get me to go inside. And then I realized after about three minutes, she just is having me there to teach her English. So we are literally like going through a book and I'm like, dog. And she's like, dog. I'm like, dog, roof, roof, dog. dog. And she's like, oh, dog, roof, roof. Ah. And she's literally, I'm teaching a girl English at a whorehouse in Turkey. Hey, I don't know how much more lame I could be. In hey, hey, Marty, you remember the other day when you text messaged me and you were like, I don't understand why strippers don't like me. That's why. That's because you're trying to teach them English. I'm trying to teach them English. <laughs> wow. Oh, so when you <laughs> when you're talking about whorehouses, hey Nikki, when he's talking about whorehouses, what's the first thing you th- that came to my mind? Do you, if you had to guess, what's the first thing that came to my mind when Marty mentioned whorehouses? I don't know. Ronnie Mund. <laughs> Let's fuck some Ronnie whores. Mund. Let's know. fuck some whores. Sixteen. That's uh, from the Howard Stern show. Oh. Let's, let's fuck some whores. Fuck some whores. Anyway, there's a lot of I people. I listened to Howard Stern early on, but once he went to Sirius, I stopped. Yeah, we were. I, I was super into Howard for a while, and then Nikki and I were both into it together for a really long time. And then we moved here, and the Sirius app doesn't let two people use it at the same time. And so she would use it a lot more in the morning because I would listen to my podcast. Like, Nikki didn't used to really listen to a lot of podcasts. And then uh, I think really the Howard Stern show was kind of like a like a touch point for her before she like got into a lot of podcasts. But now she's listening to so much murder podcasts. She doesn't have time for Howard anymore. And then I, I, I let I, our subscription expire. Like, I love stuff like that, though. 
but I only like the people that are like truly deranged, deranged. Yeah. Like I, if you want to tell me about some idiot that killed somebody, it's not a big deal. Oh, I thought but, you were talking about Howard Stern. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually like Howard Stern. I just haven't watched it in a while or listened to him in a while. But there is like – so one of the most intriguing things that I've ever seen, and it's – there's a – I think it's just four episodes on Netflix, is about this guy. They put a bomb around his neck yeah. and told him to go rob a bank. Okay. And he thought that the bomb wasn't real, I think. Right. Or that's how they portrayed it. And he's he didn't get away. He got like just around the corner from the bank. Yeah. So all of a sudden the thing starts beeping and if I, I wish I knew the name of it, but within the first 15 minutes of this show, they show this dude's head getting blown off by yeah. this bomb around his neck. And I'm going to tell you, I was wrapped in. I didn't care how boring it was after that. Just that they showed that on a movie. Like for and real, it, for real? For, no. Yeah. Because it's the camera of the cop car that you see it and his head, the, the, like they, he, so what was supposed to happen is he was supposed to get the bomb right? and he has these notes to go figure out how to get the bomb off him. Right. And they're supposed to at some point meet with him and take the money. Yeah. But the cops cut him off as soon as he got around the corner and had him there. And all of a sudden it, he is very calm. Uh, yeah, they put it on my neck and blah, blah, blah. And he's super calm and it starts beeping Yeah. and he starts to freak out. And all of a sudden I don't think he thought it was real. And that's kind of what they say in the documentary. And then when it starts beeping, it's like beep, Beep, and then it's beep, 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 boom. And his head blows off and they show it. And I was like, I, I, what just I, 15 minutes in and I was hooked. Wow. So I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry. I don't, but, uh, and then they, and they just did <laughs> Nikki's it. Looking Nikki's already it right looking now. it up. She wants to watch. Um, oh yeah. You watch it too. Okay. She's so, um, but, uh, and now to make you more intrigued, Nikki, they just did a dateline update on it. So Ooh. if you want to watch it, breaking news. Yeah, there you go. Dun, dun, um, dun. But it's like stuff like that that's just like truly sinister or truly um, right. um, or, or serial killers. Um, because there was this one I watched. It literally was two episodes and they just released a second season. Yeah. But it's about this 16-year-old girl that killed her whole family because they, they wouldn't let her date. And she's like in prison right over here in Waco. Jesus. Or San Antonio or something. But she would not um, – they wouldn't let her date. So she just – like killed them all just Seems like, reasonable but she was 16 like yeah. how do you it's called evil genius nikki evil, evil genius. genius and evil. it talks about how all the people involved are dead now huh. so nobody ever knew knew what really happened whether he was involved or whether he wasn't involved and all this but it's like you want to talk about a like something sinister to watch that show will huh. i mean it to me it was better than making a murderer just because of how crazy it was all developed and devised and you can't really tell who was behind it and who was involved so speaking um, of making a murder have you watched season two no um i really like again working 40 hours when i'm not used to it and that's 40 hours of working not driving in between because i don't get paid for that so right i really haven't had time since it's come out but i want to maybe i'll do it this weekend while she's plowed we plowed through like six hours last night and i'm not super like I go back, like, I, I kind of got super into it, like, the first time, and now I'm just like, eh, I don't know. And then we watched the well, first. Well, I've heard it's not as good, so. Well, here's the thing. It's because it's not breaking down, like, in in the first season, you're learning all of this stuff. Right. Here in this, in season two, it's more about, like, trying to break down what you already know in a way to 
So have you, to... have you all watched The Staircase? Nikki has. Nikki has? Nikki's... Uh, Nikki, she is, watched them is all. There, is there a crime show on Netflix that you haven't watched yet? Probably not. Have you watched the one with Piers Morgan and the, and the girl that killed her family? No. Yeah. Uh, they just came out with a second season. You'd probably enjoy it. But yeah, The Staircase to me was interesting because it was originally filmed in the 80s. Yeah. And then they brought back the last three episodes because it just wrapped up last year. Gotcha. Like his whole case finally got wrapped up after 30 years. Yeah. So. And when I do have free time right now, uh, in the evening, I prefer to watch hockey. And uh, and then also I've been watching baseball playoffs because baseball well, playoffs are something that Nikki actually will tolerate, and uh, you know. Well, that's what's taking up my time until they lost last Thursday. So she she hates basketball, but she'll uh, she'll watch baseball with me. That's oh nice. man! Speaking of oh, so you talked about this too? Oh Jesus! That real fight. quick, real quick, the fight. God. I you and I must have been on the same wavelength that night because we had gone out. Yeah, and I had just got home, and that was the first thing I did. Hey, let me see how the Rockets are doing against LeBron. Yeah. Um, because they were both 0-1 at the time. And I turned it on, and I had literally caught where um, Harden getting shoved. Right. Is literally when I turned it on, and I was like, what is? what did I miss? And so fortunately, my DVR was running the whole time. So I ran it back, and there was no like bad blood up in the whole game until then. No. It was a crazy thing to watch. Like, no. Ingram just did what so many of us want to do, and that's push James Harden's flopping, flailing ass out of the way because he's a fucking flopper oh and he's agreed. annoying and he he's is. a great he's a great that's what pisses me off about him is he's a great basketball player but he just flipping and flaring and like just play the game i i don't like the whole jumping into a player to get no. the foul thing i think it's the dumbest thing they've ever no. done in the nba they should call it an offensive foul and then they'll stop doing it or just stop calling fouls no because then they're going to complain about it that's that's one of the frustrating parts for me about one of the one of the things that's kind of infiltrated American sports is the flopping and complaining about that that is popular in European soccer. And they're trying to sell it for the call, which I get. Like, you want to get a call because it's an advantage for your team. But it, it's a So, can I tell you what's more fun to watch when you talk about no, soccer? No, you can't. We've, we've, Women's we've, soccer. Because we they think they have to play tough and they yeah. don't flop. They get out there and they get kicked and they get right back up and they keep playing because I guess they have that mentality of I got to prove I'm tough. And yeah. That's more fun to watch to me than men's because all the, the women's flopping. national team is oh, fucking crazy. fantastic. They are so much fun. To and watch. so you talk about a dynamo game. The dash used to have Carly Lloyd and all these. Uh, oh, okay. They had three of the women's national team players yeah. on the team at one point. Now they don't have anybody but JJ Watt's girlfriend. So who's that? Is that Kaleo Olai or whatever her name oh. is? I, I can't ever say it right. I might as well What's be talking that? about vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> JJ Watt's girlfriend and immunization. Those are two things that Marty, Marty cannot, cannot say. say. And JJ's happy about one of them. <laughs> Kale- JJ. I think it's Kaleo Lai or JJ something. JJ does love this podcast, so I'm sure that uh, oh, he'll tune he's, he's going to be frustrated. Today. We, no. Yeah, because on week, weekends he's busy. No, he listens to me in the locker room. Oh, that's what he gets yeah, him pumped up? Yeah, that's how he gets pumped up. Oh, well. He's bad. like, I'm going to listen to some rock music, and then I'm going to uh, pop on the podcast Get, he he likes because he likes to go for a smooth okay. jog. You, you say before. her name because I can't say it. Kaleo High is that right? Kalia Ohai. Okay, there you go. She's pretty good, but but no Carly Lloyd or anything anymore. You know what's impressive is I actually just looked at her name. I didn't even look at her face. That's how that's you, how for the Dustin, women. I you am. never look at their face. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. I always on, look at the face. Easy. Eventually, that was pretty easy. Eventually. Oh. I'm not gonna say it. 
No, go ahead. Before or after you give him the money. No. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Before. Uh, before. Now we're sponsored by Colorado. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to drop any dollar bills on some uggos. Come uh, on now. I got I some know. standards. Well, like your boy telling him you're, you're uglier than most Oh, my people. God. <laughs> she was so mad. So for those of you that don't follow me on Snapchat, Snapchat yeah. I took uh, uh, my new friend, Ken. Cool guy, by the way. Super cool yeah, dude. Yeah, I like Ken. He can go out with us anytime. Yeah. He, oh, and I think that he will be willing to go out okay. with us anytime we uh, say. He comes out. So we met Ken um, at karaoke. Three Sheets. Yeah. yeah, karaoke. What's funny is I did the thing that um, I do all the time where Nikki decided that she wanted to be friends with someone, and I said, oh, okay, and then I became friends with him, and she's not really friends with him. Oh, <laughs> not cool. She's like, hey, I think it would be cool if this guy was our friend. I was like, you know what? That's right. And I made an effort. Well, but what did she do? Did she sing a duet with him and you took him to the strip club? And so I can wonder why he's friends with you. Like, how does that work? No, no. The first time I took him to the Colorado, she was with us. We went to the Colorado, uh, well, like a month and six weeks ago. So you went, we were drunk. Yeah. It's the only time I've been there without you. Oh, it was at two in the morning. That wasn't after we did. Oh, no, because you said you were going after karaoke that night. Yeah, we went after karaoke. and uh, At the, when we were over three in. Sheet. No, 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 no. Oh, not after that karaoke. No, this is, no. Three Sheets, this was like six weeks ago. We were doing karaoke at Three Sheets. Los's girlfriend came and was hanging out with us. And karaoke was winding down and someone was like, let's go to the strip club. And I think it was Nikki that suggested it, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, she was the one that suggested it when we were doing karaoke. I know. At a birthday party that where no one ever showed. Hey, do you want to go to the strip club right now? No. Damn it. Man. How to I ruin tried. a Tuesday night. Tried. Do you want to go? Should no. Should just go? Because <laughs> I know my week is about to be so screwed up. I've seen my calendar and I'm in so much trouble. I'm going to try to get up at 6.30 in the morning and make it to a Texans game on Thursday night because I have season tickets. Yikes. And I'm taking my son. So, and maybe his friend, if he can be on time, we'll see. Because, you know, teenagers, 19. Oh, exactly. Have I ever told you that at my house? It's right now. Well, not at my house, not all in the same house, but between the two of us, our kids are 19, 18, 17, 16, 14. Jesus. Yeah. Cell phone bills and car insurance. Good Things Lord. you don't want to pay for at no. those ages. No. Mm. Um, I didn't have five kids. I only had two. <laughs> It's not Japan. Calm down, Nikki. Nikki's like, hey, have you heard of birth control? For those of you who didn't hear in the background. I didn't have five kids. My girlfriend has two. I have two. And then I have a stepson who's really my son because I'm the only dad he's known. So give me a little credit for being a good person. Very little credit. Uh, she said, mm, mm. all right. Mm. I even got the doubtful. She just, mm. she just hit you with the middle-aged black lady. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching? Anyway. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we do... Uh, and that is the only time I went without you. That's all good. But here's the problem, and this is why it wasn't particularly fun, is so Los's girlfriend on her vehicle does not have a toll tag. Oh, you had to go all the way around. You told me about oh, this. Oh, God. I don't see, understand. I get free tolls because I'm, I'm a disabled vet. I don't understand. Yeah. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. No, what, here's what's funny. Is that, so when I filed for my disability... I was like, if I get like three hundred, five hundred dollars a month, I slipped that in without you hearing me. What did you say? Never mind. Go All ahead. right, I don't have headphones. It's, that's it's, why it's going to be good for the podcast. All right, I'll go back and listen, and then realize I'm pissed later. Um, 
So when I got my disability, I was thinking if I got like three or five hundred dollars a month, I'd be happy. Right. And I got way more than that, almost two grand a month. Yeah. And but I found out I get free tolls in the state oh, of nice. Texas, and I was like, "Well, that's gonna save me a hundred dollars a month right there. Like that's like an extra bonus. Plus, like uh, you get like uh, cheap parking at the airport. And- you get free parking at the airport, and um, I don't pay for my registration. The only thing I pay for actually is because I got my personalized plates with my initials on them, right? Because my initials are the same initials as Men in Black, so it says MIB. So everybody's like, "Why does he have a Men in Black license plate? It's very weird." Um, but I get that. And then, um, you get, uh, money off your property taxes. If you're a disabled veteran, you can get up to like 20% or 10% or something. 20%. I think it's something like that, depending on how much disability you have. So there's a few perks of it, but other than the cash (laughs) and and half off it, uh, man, you know, all the places that give you half off your food and money off your food at places. Does Does the Colorado give us a discount that we haven't asked about? No, but they make me salute, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be standing at attention. Standing I can tell attention. you that much. Heck yeah. And if you want me to put on my dress blues, you got to beat it up first. <laughs> that reminds me of um, the episode of The West Wing where um, she's talking about the number of buttons on her boyfriend's dress pants. Yeah, the dress blues have 13 buttons. Right. Yes. He was, and uh, Josh is like, I don't want to know how you know how that. How you know that? Yeah. I know because I wore them a lot. <laughs> Oh, I hated those things. Have you ever seen how they unfold? No. It's okay. So they have a square in the front that are 13 buttons, like literally. Right. And he would never wear those because that's an enlisted uniform and he was an officer. Right. But it's literally like seven across and then three down the side. So like the whole flap flops open. Okay. It's not an easy way to go pee. Let me tell you now. You just pull the whole damn thing down. (laughs) Like I want to. How? I'm not going to be politically correct. I'll be nice. No, go ahead. It's like the retarded kid at the urinal with his <laughs> shit at his ankles when it doesn't need to be. <laughs> like, that's what you feel like. You have your stuff all pulled down. And, like, and I only say that because there was a kid when I went to school. His name was Brett. Right. And the first time I ever walked in the bathroom, he was there just like pants at his ankles. And I was like, and I was in like third or fourth grade. And I was like, what in the hell are you doing? And then I realized who he was and what. But. After that, we were friends forever because, like, he would come and talk to me, and I was the only person he would talk to on the bus. And so, yeah. like, I would be, just be nice to him. But I, it was real weird to be friends with somebody you'd seen their ass when you're eight years old. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of a bathroom, I have a very distinct memory. I was at the Kingdom in Seattle at a Mariners game. I was with my best friend, Mark Hansen. And. This would have been probably 92, 93, maybe. I I would have been in like 7th grade, 6th or 7th grade. And Say that again. What year? 91-ish. Oh, God. I don't know. I am way older than you. You were starting junior high, and I was wrapping up high school. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, I was... uh, I was like the youngest kid in my class. birthday. Now y'all can steal all my information. Right, exactly. (laughs) Um... But so we went to go use the restroom and at the kingdom was not urinals back in this day. It was, was it the, the pee trough. It was the piss trough. Oh, and wow. So we walk in and, and this, and the reason that I tell this story is because I didn't understand it at the time, but I do now. There was a rather large African-American gentleman 
who had his hand up against the wall and his head against the wall and was just like, like he was having like one of the best feelings of his entire life. And my buddy and I just looked at each other like, I don't understand. Because, you know, we got our little uh, prepubescent weenuses out and just taking our little, our little, uh, our little squeege. And we giggled about it forever. And then now as I'm older, when I go to the bathroom and I can put my hand up on a wall and just like have one of the, I'm like, oh, I get it now. He was just experiencing like one of the greatest feelings that there is as a really good pee. So if you ever like with us being Ralphie fans, right? His mentor was Sam Kinison. Yep. Go listen to Sam Kinison straight out of hell. It was okay. the album after he died. Right. He has a whole thing about an old man at the at the trough going, oh, oh. <laughs> listen. If it feels like good to pee, just die. Right. <laughs> if it hurts to pee, if it feels like good to pee, you just need to die. Like it's it's a great because it's a me that came to mind. I love Sam Kennison. I disagree see, though. That's like, why I love comedians so much. My dad brought me up on Dice and Kennison and all these people I wasn't supposed to be listening right. to at thirteen. And you know. And, and hearing hickory dickory dog, <laughs> this bitch was sucking my cock. And I'm like, dad, really? Like, okay, cool. So I know my mom didn't know I was listening to Sam Kinison at 13, but my dad, my dad, my dad turned off HBO more than once when uh, George Carlin was on and he dropped a couple F bombs. I'm like, dude, for real? Like you think I haven't, he, cause my dad didn't know. My dad did not know how much I swore. I started swearing in the second grade. Because my my friend Pat Fancher, shout out to Pat. I still play in fantasy football with him. I missed out this year. I forgot to give it. That's you. all right. I'm crushing the league. We'll do speaking it of year. speaking of who's not crushing the league, we'll go back to my story here in a second. No, but no, go to the story. Go to Rod story. Rod Stark, zero seven in fantasy football. He is terrible. Poor guy. Love you, still Rod. Love him. Um, Did I meet Rod at the pool? No. Do you? No, you never came over on my birthday. Oh. Oh, yeah, I remember why now. Because I got seven hours of no text back, and I can't imagine why. (laughs) That was a a long day. That's because you were like... (laughs) Kayfabe, motherfucker, kayfabe. You were a little drunk. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Um, So, what was my story? Uh, Oh, Pat Fancher. So, second grade. No, third grade. I moved to a new town. I moved to the great metropolis of Albany, Oregon, and I moved into this neighborhood and it was a cool neighborhood. There was lots of cool kids, but, uh, I would go hang out at my friend Pat's house and Pat was my first ever friend with divorced parents. Really? Yeah. I'm from a super small town. I remember mine though too. So we, but so his parents um, were divorced. His dad, his dad was the managing editor of the Seattle Times newspaper, so that was cool because I got to go stay in Seattle one summer, and I went to thirteen Seattle Mariners baseball games in fourteen days. Holy! It was cow. amazing. Um, and seventh row seats behind home plate. Beautiful. I've always wanted to do that. It was amazing. Anyway, but to try to finish the story, I started cursing back then. Because Pat, Pat's mom was a single mom who was just trying to keep her boys from going off the rails. And so we were allowed to swear within the walls of her house. 
Hmm. She didn't care what we said as long as when we left her house, we did not use swear words. So I have been swearing for a long time. And it's all because of divorce. That's why there's a problem with divorce in this country. It led me to swear. Led you to swearing. And see, I was the opposite. I wouldn't swear. And I went off to the Navy at 20. <laughs> and I came home. Like, I was always yelled at for if I ever said, like, anything right. bad. Like, even if I said, like, darn, I know what you meant. Right. You know, right? So I came home, and I literally had picked my mom picked me up at the airport. Right. And my sister was in the back seat, and she goes, well, this fucking is bullshit. <laughs> And I waited for my mom to do the classic backhand across right. the back seat, and nothing happened. And I just looked at my mom. She's like, what? I'm like, she just cursed. You're not going to hit her? She does it all the time. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And I got hit. <laughs> I got hit. I was in the tremendous. Navy. And, and so then, like, I never cursed in my life. And then I went to the Navy, right? And every other word was this fucking black fucking blood fucking fucking. And my mom was like, you're going to say that every other word? I'm like... Are you going to hit me? Well, no. Okay. But I wasn't allowed to curse as a kid. And then my like 13 year old sister is just dropping fucking bullshit in the back seat and just allowed. And I'm like, what has changed? Like I left for three months for boot camp, and all of a sudden, like my sister's allowed to curse. Ugh. I, I distinctly remember the first time that I almost cursed and I don't know where I learned the word fuck. But I remember being in my house in Gates, Oregon as, I don't know, a first grader maybe. And I was watching G.I. Joe's cartoons. And there was one of the G.I. Joe's was flying his jet and he got shot by one of the Cobra Commander missiles. <laughs> and he's, his plane was going straight down and he was going to crash. And I said, oh... F-U-C-K and I spelled out fuck I didn't say it I just said O-F-U-C-K because I thought if I just spelled it like somehow that would be better man you would have thought I murdered someone with the way my mom reacted she's like what did you say like I was in so much did trouble did you get spanked? probably probably I don't remember that part do you remember the worst spanking you ever got? here's the thing yeah it was from my wife <laughs> wow I gotta go. Um, no, because he, I didn't get spanked very much. I was a because oh. here's the thing: I was a good kid. Like I was like, my grandfather instilled in me when I was real little that I was to be seen and not heard, and that I was to be, you know, I I, I think I got spanked a few times, but then I got it in my brain that like, oh, if I'm an idiot, I'm gonna get hit. I don't want that, so I'm just gonna be good. See, I got spanked when I did. I was a good kid too, for the most part, and and I always say that in reference, I guess, because I know my brother and sister tried like every drug known to man and all this. Like my brothers told me stuff, and I had to go, "What is that? I don't even know what that." Like I'm super stupid about stuff. I've never even tried weed. We talked about it, but although my back is about to be there, so. so if anybody got a connection, hook, hook a guy. Up. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, but we need, we two, need to not go to the Colorado. We just need to go to, to Colorado. Colorado. Hey, 50 podcasts and 50 States. We're in. Um, let's roll. I got but, a place for us but, to stay. But Shout out two, to my friend, Joe. Oh, well let's go see Joe. So the two worst spankings I ever got one. 
is I kicked all this. Me and two friends kicked all the sheetrock out of a house that was being built. Okay. Because we're kids and stupid. Yeah. And I got caught because I went and did it in my brand new baseball cleats that I was wearing to try to break them in. And the cleat marks was on one of the sheetrock yeah. marks. So I got caught. Um, and then the worst spanking I ever got. I always say that I never got beat as a kid. Right. So I had this moment in life where my mom and I were arguing all day long. And we yeah. got frustrated with each other. And my dad got home and told us to cut it out. And we kept going and told us to cut it out. So my mom, on the way to Little League game, took a baseball out of the glove she was carrying and acted like she was going to throw it at me. So I ducked my head down. But at the same time, I had the bat on my shoulder. And as I ducked my head down, the bat started coming forward. And my dad turned around to look. And all he saw was the bat coming at my mom. Right. And he beat the living tar. I mean, there was no belt coming out. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm 43 years old. And the scariest sound to me is it's my dad's belt coming out of his belt. To this yeah. day, he is 71, and I'm still afraid he'd whoop my ass. Okay? And he didn't take out the belt. He literally yeah. just beat the crap out of me. And I still say, in, to this day, it wasn't one that I deserved. Right. But because he thought I was swinging a bat at my mom, right. he reacted, and I get it. Yeah. I remember laying. We, were, like, we went through a hard time during the oil laughs in the 80s. So there were five of us in a two-bedroom house. And I was on the top bunk, and my brother and sister were on the bottom bunk because I was so much older. I'm like seven and eight years older than them. And I remember hearing my parents talk about it after that. Why did you do that to him? Well, he was swinging the bat at you. And my mom explained what happened. And like there was never another spanking in our house after that because my oh, wow. dad realized that he lost it, and he yeah. never wanted to lose it again, so he never did it again. Which sucks because my brother and sister did some shit that they deserved. <laughs> Like dad, like dad, why aren't you whooping ass? Yeah, come on, whip out. Let them know that f- 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 sound because that's scary. Like, <laughs> damn. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I think I got the wooden spoon a couple times when I was like, I don't think I got a spanking after like five years old though. I remember at thirteen or fourteen, maybe my mom tried to swing at me once, like she yeah. was gonna hit me upside the head or something, and I caught her wrist and. I said, you're not going to hit me ever again. And she said, you just wait till your father gets home if you don't know how to act. I said, I know how to act. I'm in theater arts class. And it was one of the worst whoopings I ever got. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I had a smart-ass mouth at 13. Some things never change. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm 43 and still with a smart-ass mouth. As I look into my glass... uh I realize yeah, that uh, we're almost I'm almost out of cocktail. That means we're almost out of time. So we're going to wrap things up with something I forgot to do on this last week's episode with Dana. But he'll be on again and we'll, and we'll work him in then. No, that was not uh, Marty spanking himself. He was petting my Love dog. Love it on Buster. So we're going to make an appearance in every podcast right. I've learned in the last, exactly. last month. So we're going to... I'm, I'm, we're not going to do the uh, Bernard Pivo questionnaire today. We'll save that for another time. But I do need to get your list. My Let's list. go get the list. Well, anyone that follows me on Twitter or friends with me on Facebook know that my number one is easy. And you know who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. There's something about the quirkiness and the weirdness mm-hmm. and the nerdiness that I love. And 
Man, I would never be a stalker, but I'd come close for her. Like, <laughs> she if she ever films a movie in Texas, I will be an extra somewhere. Like, if I find out about it. So, so. I have a quick story, real quick. Okay, if you find if you tell me you've met Anna Kendrick, I'm no, walking off the podcast. I haven't, I haven't met Anna Kendrick. <laughs> oh, okay, but I'm talking about being a stalker and doing something creepy. I did the creepiest thing I think I've probably ever done in my life. I was super into Sarah Michelle Geller in oh. like '97, so. I was old enough. That was to, when she was on. Um, it was uh, a P, it was post Buffy. Buffy, yeah. Or just right like in the the end. the end of Buffy, but she was on that. I know what you did last summer. Mm, yeah, her and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ooh, Jennifer Jennifer Love Hewitt's still quality. God, that just sounds creepy to say out loud. <laughs> For those who can't hear, Nikki said a, yes. That was not a good out loud sentence. Um. But no, by far probably the creepiest thing I ever I ever did was I wrote Sarah Michelle Geller like a seven page letter. Holy God. <laughs> I don't know what's worse than what you said or the laugh that came from the other room. <laughs> that included, oh, it hurt my shoulder. Oh that included that included oh. something to the effect of if you're ever in Montana, let me know. I'd be happy to show you around. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, if you if you ever wondered why I never had a girlfriend in high school, that is uh, that is a pretty strong insight as to why. There you go. And the fact that I just admitted that story on the podcast, and it's so f- yeah, you know, we talk about the list and all that stuff, and I have never really been that celebrity, yeah, like stalker, like like obsessed with anybody. Right. I would never like there are five concerts I would probably pay like a lot of money to go see, right. And it's not because I find anybody attractive or that. And that's always so weird to have the Anna Kendrick thing because I don't know what it is other than just she's really quirky and I find something attractive about it. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things I've heard you ask, I think it was Stark, was that do you like brains or, or no? I used to find, and this is so weird and I don't know why, but I used to find Christina Ritchie attractive until she was on with Jay Leno one night. Yeah. And she was dumb as a rock <laughs> and it turns me off every time. The moment you can't have a conversation with somebody, I'm instantly like, out. Yeah. You know, so it's like. That makes um, sense. And just to finish up my Sarah Michelle Geller story. Oh, good. I, I, I would imagine I probably ended up on some sort of weird, creepy stalker list. But I did get like a signed photo back that I'm sure was faked by someone. By, you know, her publicist or some uh, intern. Some intern signed. <laughs> so I did get something out of it. But uh, sadly, I never got to show uh Sarah Michelle Geller. I didn't get to show SMG around uh, the found, uh, fine state of Montana. So your number one top of the list is Anna always Kendrick. Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, always. Um, I And there's something about Kate Upton that I just, when she, yep. when she, like, first off, she loves sports. Yep. So during the Astros, there was the controversial Altuve catch in the outfield in the <laughs> yes. playoffs. Yeah. And she went mad tweeting about it. Like, she knew the rules and all this. And mm-hmm. I was, like, so impressed with that. So that's the – but I don't really get infatuated with all that people, like, that much. Like, I find right. I find people attractive. Right. Like, I know uh, Stark talked about Margot Robbie. Yep. I find her attractive at times. But there are times I also go, hmm. Now, I will tell you um, – uh, what's the Jonas's girlfriend off of Game of Thrones? Uh, Sansa Stark. Yeah. Like, there's something about her and the redhead, but I, like, 
even then I feel creepy because I'm old enough to be her dad. So right. it's like, eh. well, I mean, this isn't a list of people you want to go out with. This is just like the list of five people that you could have a free go the hall pass. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like Anna Kendrick is it for me. That's it. Like, I know there should be other people, you, but we built this whole thing up and then you give me Annie Kendrick and that's all I get. <sighs> Kate Upton. <sighs> What did you think about Rod Stark's uh, admission of uh, he went for Alicia Keys? Oh, I like. Yeah, yeah, Alicia Keys. Okay, so that's a thing for me, too, because Anna Kendrick can sing. Right. So women that can sing, like, really, like, because obviously Stand we do the, the karaoke thing. Stand the fuck away from thing. my wife. After the podcast, <laughs> sponsored by Trojan Condoms. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, oh. Just kidding. Oh. Hey, now. Just kidding. Hey, that got uh, weird. Um, I wish I but wish no, I had like, a women that sponsor. can sing. I think it's part of the thing for me with Anna Kendrick too, is yeah. because she, but, um, who else? Oh, I know who the other one is though, that I really like. And part of it, it goes back to the Spider-Man is Zendaya. Yeah. I think she is a beautiful woman, a beautiful woman. God, like, and I've seen her in different things with different looks like in Spider-Man. She's kind of like right. nerded out. And then she was on lip sync battle with, uh, uh, what's his name? Tom Holland, right? Yep. Tom Holland uh, on Lip Sync Battle. And I think I, everything I've ever seen her in, regardless of whether she's nerdy or trashy or whatever, or whatever she's supposed to be, like she is just beautiful to me for some reason. I don't know what it is about her, but I really like Zendaya. But I feel you. But again, she can sing. I love women that can sing. I don't know why it is like that. But I don't... Like I, I love Christina Aguilera, the way she sings. Right. But she does nothing for me. Like that, like for the list. So I don't know why. Not anymore. No. Genie of a bottle, Christina Aguilera. Could get, stripped, stripped, stripped Christina Aguilera could get it. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. What's the uh, uh, fighter in those chaps? Yep. Yeah. Now yeah that, that, was, that, that video was that is time. one of the sexiest videos. Yeah. What's the other sexy video that I like? <clears throat> um, God, there's another one that I just find really. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's fighter, Christina Aguilera. I don't know. There's another music video that I just really like. Like watch like, you know. Once a week. Mm, I don't remember what it is. You know, of all of those like pop people that were a thing back then, you know who I think is aged the best is Mandy Moore. Oh, on uh what's on that This Is Us or whatever? She's hot. See, that annoys me too. Why? One of the things I hate about society today is you have a This Is Us. And it's an amazing show. Yeah. And all these reviews and all these people get into it. And then every other network tries to copy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now we've got a million little things, and we've got all these different shows that are trying to be. And I kid you not, like, a million little things is, like, you just look at the picture when they show it on the commercial. Forget anything they say. And there's, like, three dudes and the black guy. And it's, like, the two brothers and the black guy. That's the stepbrother or whatever. And it's, like, they're just copying stuff, and I hate it. Why can't we not be original anymore? We're remaking bad movies and bad TV shows. Like, we brought back Murphy Brown, for God's sake. (laughs) Because they're not trying to to make art. They're trying to make money. Yeah. And when you stop stop trying to make art in in the vein of just trying to make money, you're just going to copy what is already Which is why I have to skip parts of your podcast right now. Because I have not seen Gaga and Coops. Yeah, you need to go see that. Movie. I need to go see it. I have I have been so busy and now that you don't have a game now that you don't have a game to go to on Sunday. Yeah, I might go do that this. Well, no, because she's working. If I go without her, I will get in so much uh-huh. trouble. Well, but I'm gonna find time to go see it because everybody's talking about it, especially with you. And I listen every week, so 
I'm like, oh, and so uh, we were watching uh, A Star Is Born. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Jump 30 seconds, hey, jump 30 seconds, jump 30 least, seconds. At least I put in the oh, no, you did. Thank right you. at the beginning spoilers. Thank you. Because yes. fucking Rod just goes right on spoiling the movie. Yeah, I have not seen it. and I. But see, the thing is, I haven't been to a movie in a while. Yeah. I saw, because if you told me to, I went and saw the new Mission Impossible. Yep. Which was amazing. You were 100% right about that. And I saw that's a movie that you have to see. You know what else I want to see? You have to see in the theater, and it's because of the story behind the movie, which is White Boy Rick, with McConaughey and the kid. Like when they found that kid, he was in the principal's office of the director's kid's school, and he walked in and saw the kid, and he said, "I've been finding looking for two years to find a kid to play the part. You're him. Never had an acting day in his life. Wow." And McConaughey has told the story, I think, on on uh, Colbert, but you can go look it up wherever it is, that when he went to go meet the kid, the kid had no clue who he was. And he had seen a picture of the kid and had to go, hey, uh, I'm Matthew McConaughey. And he goes, oh, you're, you're the guy who I'm going to act with? Wow. Like, have you never oh. watched? But he had no, but it's typical of, I guess, teenagers. They're just uh, all right. in touch to their, right. they, they watch Supernatural and, and, and their Marvel movies and they don't know anything about Days and Confused. They're missing out on life. Were, were, were you on, uh, were you on uh, Riverdale? Riverdale? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't hate on the CW shows, man. I love the Flash and Arrow and uh, I don't watch much all that TV. good stuff. Let's see again comic stuff. I don't watch. I just know the that Flash every, just makes me like how I, I like we to watch, watch the, the Flash West Wing it makes me cry. How we watch the West Wing, my kids watch Supernatural. Like yeah. that's that's all I know. So I've been uh, rewatching ER right now. ER, that's my thing. You know what else I've never watched, but you guys have got me watching it now because of uh, Trivia Night at Al's. I've been watching The Office because I never watched it when it was on. <sighs> so good because there was something else that came on at the same time that I used to watch, and I don't know what it was, but I never watched it. But yeah, it's really good. I've I've. Got into that now. Season season two of The Office, maybe the from top to bottom, the best season of television ever made. So just stop there. No, because it's it, it gets really good and it's really good until after until Steve Carell leaves. Spoiler alert: Michael Scott's not on the show forever. Oh, I know. Yeah, I knew that. Um, I know that just then, from watching being on instant. But then it kind of goes into a lull for a little bit, and I mean, it's kind of like you know. But at one point, like Chris Pratt's on it, right? And no, Chris Pratt's not on that no, show. Who He's is on it? Parks and Rec. Oh, that's Parks and Rec. That's right. Somebody else is on it though. Who comes in after Steve Carell? Uh, Idris Elba is on for a while. That's right. And that's then, right. Uh, and then, um, so did uh, you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, we was watched it good? Parks and Rec is hilarious. Nikki was watching Parks and Rec at work today <laughs> during lunch. I'm sure. Hey, I made spaghetti and watch West Wing. That's what I do. Like every time I take pictures of me cooking something, you'll see like Martin Sheen in the background. Or love that show so much. Uh, Richard, do you watch the new one with Richard Schiff, The Good Doctor? I don't. It's actually really good. Is it? Yeah. I again, I'm trying not to watch so much medical stuff, <laughs> but yes, it's really good. Um, and it's actually one of the shows that the teenagers actually get into because he's more their age right. than ours, um, so they get into it really well. So. We're going to wrap up the podcast, but next time we do a podcast, or not necessarily the next time, but we should do a podcast where we like write down beforehand like our five favorite episodes of the West Wing, and then we'll come on and we'll just talk about like how much. I already we love know that what show. my number one is, so that's what, easy. Is it? You already yeah, know? two cathedrals. Yeah, it's, that's like just so powerful. Yeah, I mean. And then again, you hear the backstory of he put the cigarette out in yep. the National Cathedral, and it really made him mad to the point they never have allowed anybody to film in it since. Yeah, 
that yeah it's just it's super powerful so i already know my number one <laughs> past that i'll have to think it out but yeah that's easily my number one but there's so many a, good episodes good like i don't know if i could come up with five <clears throat> well i mean you know we could do do you want to do 10 how many episodes like are there our podcast uh <laughs> it's a hundred and i want to say like 137 I don't know. I just started over. One hundred and thirty-seven or one hundred and sixty-seven, whatever it is. Can can we just make a list that big and just rank them all? <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't do that to people. Um, I, I've got it. It is a hundred and fifty-five. Oh damn it! And one hundred and fifty-four real episodes, and then there was the one they had that they made for after nine eleven. Yeah, which was a special episode that didn't fit any storylines. Yep, I know way too much about this. Isaac show. and Ishmael. Yep. Wow, even grunts from the from the peanut gallery over there. All right, All we right, can do sir. The, we can do the West Wing. We can we can do whatever we want. Obviously, that's, because we went wild and crazy. That's the beautiful. Uh, yeah, we'll just wrap I, up this. Stream here's how I'll wrap it podcast. up with this: okay. Every time I see the title of a podcast with you, right? I always wonder what does that refer to. I have no clue what you're going to get out of this. Thank God it's only called the Cocktail Hour Part yeah, Two. Yeah, this is Cocktail Hour Season Three Part Two. So. All right, that was sir. so random. I'm sorry. You're all right. Hey. Long days. This has literally been just a stream of consciousness. So if uh, any of you have ever thought about wanting to hang out with us, this is literally what you're going to get, except we're usually drunker. That is true. And there's usually strippers involved. Or uh, some dudes beating the shit out of each other. That's true. Yeah, because that UFC fight we went to the other night, those dudes were wailing on each other. Yeah, that was insanity. Except for McGregor. He didn't. <laughs> he might have wailed on an energy drink. That's about all he wailed on. All right, sir. Well, thank you for coming thank over. Thank you much. Thank you for helping, to you. With, uh, thanks for helping with the mattress. Thank you, Nikki, for letting me come over. And thank you for uh, being on the podcast once again. We'll do it soon. And thank you, Buster, for not barking through the whole thing. That is pretty I'm impressive. amazed. Well, it helps that you've been here for like three hours beforehand. Uh, well, mattresses count. Mattress lives matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. I'm just giving let's, you shit. Let's turn the shit off. We're out. All right. That's the end of this episode. Uh, thanks for joining us for just another White Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Always protect the five hole. <laughs>